if you can, grab your Bibles, if you will, if you will, grab your Bibles, if you will, and turn with me to John 5 and 8. I'm reading from the King James Version today. I usually read from all other texts today, but I'm reading for the King James Bible today. Personally, I'll tell you something. All my life, all my life, I'll say yes, Lord. Because all of my life, I've been blessed, Lord. And because you gave me your salvation, all of my life, I'll say yes, 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 Lord. All right, let's read John 5 and 8, right? Put it in the text, put it in the chat. John 5 and 8. Jesus said unto him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. On the same day was the Sabbath. I'll say it again. Jesus says, rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked on the same day was the Sabbath. I'm going to stop right there and put it. Put your finger in the text and put a little highlight thing in the text for you. And if I would tag a tile to the text, it would be focus on the forward. To your neighbor, focus on the forward. Let's pray. God, you are already in the building. And I know you come to minister the needs of your people. Father God, thank you, God, for, for the praise team and the musicians and the media team. We praise you, God, for what they do for this service. Tonight, oh God, you come by your power and come by your glory. Because God, we just come to give you glory anyway. We do this, God, for your glory. Your glory. Your glory. God, send the word today, God, that would encourage someone's heart and speak to them for, for, to where they are. Come where they are, oh God, and deliver and set free. And we'll be the better. In Jesus' name, amen. At the beginning of the year, the Lord told us to stay focused, move forward, walk by faith. In the beginning of the year, the Lord said, stay focused, move forward, walk by faith. And I remember some things that the Lord told us at the, at the end of the year, especially December 31st. I cannot leave my mind. December, it cannot leave my mind. December 31st at 11.55, when we were celebrating the coming over to the new year. Not the changing of the season, but the coming into a new year. The Lord said, I am going to carry you through it. Bless his name. And the Lord, and I want to say this to you again, and the Lord wants me to remind you that he's going to carry you through it. That's why you must stay focused on the forward. Because it, it is a good look, it's a, it's a good thing to look back and recall things of the past. However, living there can delay your future. I could not go back and put on my childhood clothes for I'm not a child anymore. They don't fit anymore. For Paul says, when I was a child, I did childish things. Now that, I, now that I'm a grown person, I must do grown things and I must move forward from the things I did back then. One thing I can say, however, uh, have you ever felt, felt like I know something is there and I can sense it and I can feel it, but I know I'm just not close enough. I, it's not my completion and I'm not nowhere near. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt, uh, 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 I want you to do me a favor. Uh, when you begin to look back, when you begin to look back, you can use it as a stepping stool to, to move to your fort. Tell your neighbor, my next is calling me. Have you, ever, have you ever felt like I know something is there, I can sense it, I can feel it, I know this is not my completion, I know I'm nowhere near finished, I know there's much more to come, I know there's much more to do, much I can make, I, I know I got to make some stuff happen, I got to create some things, there's much birth to be coming out of me, but I am staying, I must stay focused on the forward. 
Ford has an order in it. Ford, Ford really prophesies to you. It is saying, I'm moving on to my next. That is the question of the hour. What is the word? What is the next? The move is to move forward. What is the question that what is the question that has been in your mind? And the mind is, I must begin to prepare for my next. Say your neighbor, neighbor, I'm preparing for my next. Or tell your neighbor, neighbor, I need you to get ready for your next because my next may be connected to your preparation. Your neighbor, neighbor, my, my next could be, glory to God, connect, connected to your preparation. So I need not only me, I need you to get ready to move forward to your next because someone else must come behind me and I must somehow or another get myself together so that I can take the next step, so I can make the next move, if I can make the next strategy, if I can make the next thought that want to get me to my next The Bible tells me this is how I move forward. The Bible says in him I live and in him I move and in him I have my being. That's a good place to start right there. That word, that word, that word being is life. In him I have a habitation, a place to stay, a place to work. Glory. Listen, listen, listen to the Bible. Listen to the word of the Lord. In him I have an inhabitation. I have a place to stay. I have a place to go to work. I have a place to come home. I have a place to go out. I have a place to come in from the world systems and come to a place where I can get nourishment and rest. And that is in him. In him I live and in him I am stated. I take up a residence in him. My brothers and sisters, I want you to know, are you taking up a residence in God? That means I live there. That means I know what's my, oh my God. When you are a resident of God, you know what streets to go down. You know where downtown is. You know where the airport is. If you are a resident of the Lord, God, if you are a resident of the kingdom, you know how to, which street to go down to get what you need. And if you do not know what street to go down to get what you need, if you are a kingdom citizen, that means you just visited. But I don't, I'm telling you, I didn't come to visit the kingdom. I come to take up residency. I come to move to my forward. I come to stay focused on my forward. And I come to move to my next. I got to know what is my next, my next step, my next move, my next glory. What is my next? Because I'm, I'm focusing on my forward. Can I tell you that the Bible talks about forward? The Bible says, you can tell before, because the Bible says, a righteous man steps a order by the Lord. That means a righteous man steps move forward before the world was framed. The steps of a righteous man are a sign from the ancient of days to get you to your place of power, to get you to your place of answers. How, oh my God, do you know in God there is a place of answers? Glory to God. There is a place of answers. There is a place of precision. There is a place of excellency. There is a fixed and exact place. There's a place of recovery. There's a place to turn around. There's a place to turn around. There is a place that your manifestation will happen. There's a place called glory moving through your life. I must stay forward on the focus. I'm not going to bore you. I'm going to keep I'm going to my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the middle of the meeting in just a minute. It's just my introduction. See, when you are focused on the forward, you have to embrace the traumas in your life that has caused you to be to, to cause you to be where you should be and cause you to be where you're going. Before I can go to my forward, I must sever the cords that have attached itself to the progress to your future, to your forward. Hey, neighbor, my future is my forward. Can I talk just for a minute here? In the text, we find a man who had been by the pool of Bethesda for 38 years. What a time. He had what a time being in a place for 38 years. The scripture is not clear on how he got there or who dropped him off or how did, who, or did he bring himself. Was it a family member? Was it a cousin? Was it the church? The scripture is not clear, but the scripture is clear that the conditions of the church, of the, but the scripture is clear on the conditions of what was there in the place of Bethesda, of the line of the man who was there for 38 years. The Bible says some were blind, some were sick, some were lame, and some were paralyzed. How ironic that a place 
other, other man who was lying there was around, had condition, had those conditions. But the name Bethesda is called in the Hebrew tongue, it is called the place of grace, the place of the outpouring, the place of the outpouring of grace. Jesus walked in the place and makes an assessment of the man that was lying there. Asked the man, Jesus looked at the man who was lying there after Jesus walks in the place that should have been called the place. It was called the place of grace, but the place of grace, the place of the outpouring, had some blind folks, had some sick folks, had some lame folks, and some paralyzed folks. Can I tell you, my brother, because the place may be called Hallelujah. The place may be called the house of the Lord, but sometimes in the house of the Lord, you're going to find those ones who are yet still sick, who are yet still blind, who are yet still lamed, and who are yet still paralyzed. It is ironic that the place that the, but they found, here is Jesus, and he found a man who was lying there. And he asked the man who was lying there, do you want to move forward in your life? Do you want to be healed? And the man looks at Jesus. The man who was lying there looks at Jesus and tells Jesus, I have no one to assist me to get into the place that offers me an opportunity. But the man did not know he was looking at the opportunity of a lifetime and the lifetime of an opportunity. But that wasn't the question that Jesus asked the man who was lying there. He asked the lying man, do you want to be rescued? Do you want to have recovery? Do you want to have redemption? And the man who was lying there answered and said, Jesus, I have no man's help. The man who was lying there had to be in that condition for so long that he had, that he had let the conditions get into his mind get into his soul, get into his body. Because he lived in the conditions of the house for so long, he began to act like everybody there because he began to take on the conditions of everybody there. Uh, my brother, sometimes you got to learn to move forward because if you stay where you are, you're going to take on the conditions of everybody there. You're going to take on some, you're going to take a condition of blindness, all of a sudden you lose vision. Oh, my God, how, how is the world that you are in a place and you think, oh, my God, this is the new place for me. This is the God going to move for me. And all of a sudden, blindness hits you. Your vision goes from being one area to another to something else. And I want to tell you, this is why you must stay focused on your forward. That man came there. That man was saying, I'm going to jump in the pool. And when I get in the pool, something's going to change in my life. But after 38 years, he was there with folks sick, lame, blind, and paralyzed. And he was expecting the people that were sick, lame, blind, and paralyzed to throw him in the pool before they did, before they got in there. He was, oh my God, looking, but he, but he stayed forward on his focus. Even though he had conditions that had gathered around him, he stayed, glory to God, because he knew one day, I'm going to have an opportunity. One day, I'm going to have my chance. One day, I'm going to have my miracle. One day, glory to God, it's going to happen for me. My brothers and sisters, I want to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. When you get in God, that one day can happen every single day. When you get in God, that one day happens now. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You don't got to wait. You're going to wait 10 years from now. When you get in God and you stay focused on the forward, when you set your affections on him and, not, and set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth, your forward starts today. And so here's the man in the pool of Bethesda. He says, I don't have nobody to kick me in here. But the man had been in the condition so long that the condition had begun to get in him. But Jesus heard his answer and told him, I'm not going to even let you talk yourself out of this encounter. Sometimes we'll talk ourselves out of our own miracle. Sometimes we'll talk ourselves out of our own blessing. Sometimes we'll allow the things that come out of our mouth to hurt us in our pursuit of the things of God. That's why we must always begin to talk kingdom, change our language factor. And that is, I'm telling you, because your language will attract what kingdom you're after. If you're after the financial kingdom, you can't just, you got to learn to talk their language. If you're after trying to be a doctor or somebody medical, you got to learn to talk the medical language. If you're after being a politician, 
You got to learn a lot. I'm sorry. And then you're going to have to learn how to tell tales, white tales, and you're going to have to learn how to tell some stuff if you want to be a politician. You got to learn to spew the lines. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They spew the lines a lot, and they tell untruths a lot to get your vote. And then when they get your vote, they don't do what they said they were going to do. And this is why, that's why you need godly men in them offices. Because when you got godly men in them offices, things will change. The problem is we're voting for people who don't, oh my God, it's not godly men, who's not godly sent, who's not godly called. And it's only when we begin to get people who are godly sent and godly called and godly ordained will we see a change. Glory to God. So here, this man, I must, I must continue. And here, this man, this man, he is at the pool for 38 years. And Jesus told him, before you say anything else, I want you to pick up your bed and walk. The man that was lying there, the man who had been waiting for 38 years, the man who had stayed in that position for 38 years, Jesus told him, I'm not going to allow you to talk yourself out of this miracle. I'm not going to allow you to miss this encounter. I'm not going to aid you. Glory to God. I'm not going to pity party you. I need you to pick up your bed and I need you to move forward. What Jesus told him, now since I'm here, since this glory is here, since this word is here, since this instruction is here, what I want you to do is I want you to pick up the thing that's been carrying you. And now you're going to carry, you're going to carry the thing that's been carrying you. My brothers and sisters, I come to tell you that this new season of your life and seasons is changing because I can feel the wind and I can, feel, I can smell the rain and season is getting ready to change. And in this season, you're going to carry the thing that's been carrying you. You're going to pick up the thing that, you, that you've been lying on. You're going to pick up the thing that you have found comfort in. You're going to pick up the thing that has paralyzed you. You're going to pick up the thing that has made you sick. You're going to pick up the thing who has, you're going to pick up the thing that has caused your vision to be blurred. And now you're going to carry it. Why am I carrying it? Because I, since I'm carrying it now, I can put it anywhere I want to. When you start carrying it, now you have control. When you start carrying it, now you can say to it, be thou moved to the midst of the sea. When you are carrying it, now you are no more afraid. When you are carrying it, when you are carrying it, there is no more fear. And I'm telling you, this season, whatever it is, you're going to pick up your bed and you're going to walk. Because you have, oh my God. And what would Jesus tell the man to put? Would you tell the man that this, you have found comfort, glory to God, in the thing that has bound you. You have found comfort in the thing that has kept you not free. You have found comfort in the thing that has told you, oh, it's going to get better. You have found comfort in the thing that told you, just hold on a little while longer. You have found comfort, but sometimes God has to come and agitate you. Sometimes God got to come and tell you, hit you on the shoulder and tap you on the butt and say, hey, you got to get up and move forward. You cannot afford to spend 38 years of your life here anymore. I need you to get up and move forward. So when Jesus told the man to pick up his bed and he began to walk, the first thing the man did is after he picked up the bed, can I tell you that you are going to reverse the order? Glory to God. When you pick up your bed, you are getting ready to reverse the order. And now you're going to have what had you. When you stay focused on your forward, you're going to carry things that had you. After the man was lying there, picked up the pieces of his life. Glory to God. The man who was lying there picked up the pieces of his life. And I'm telling you this season, you're getting ready to pick up the pieces. Glory to God. Of your life that's been lying there. Glory to God. And when you pick up the pieces of your life that's been lying there, now you got a word from the Lord. You got instruction from the Lord. You got anointing from the Lord. You got, you, you got control from the Lord. God has empowered you. And because God has empowered you, you're going to pick up the pieces of your life. And when you pick up the pieces of your life, you and God now are in, you and God now are in one accord. Because God has told me to pick it up. I'm picking it up. Now I'm carrying it. Why am I carrying it? Because I'm going to carry it all the way to the altar. I'm going to pick it up and carry it all the way to the altar. 
So after the man heard the word of the Lord, he picked up his stick and began to walk. Oh, my God. After the man heard the Lord, he picked up the pieces and began to walk. And when he began to walk, he ran to people who knew he was at that place. And they said, what are you doing? You know you can't pick up your bed. You know you can't walk at this time. Have you ever had people stopping your life and say, wait a minute, I know where you're trying to go. See, because what he was doing, the man picked up his bed because he was getting ready to go to church. The text said that after he picked up his bed, he began to go, glory to God, to the house of the Lord. See, when you God give you an instruction, and you begin to, and the only way you're going to be able to pick up the pieces of your life, you got to, oh my God, you're going to have to go to the house of the Lord. Because when you want to pick up the pieces of your life, pick up that marriage that you had, that, that marriage that didn't work, and you are in a nasty divorce, you're going to have to go to the house of the Lord. Pick up that job that laid you off, and now you're going to have to rethink about how am I going to make an income for myself. You're going to have to get to the house of the Lord. Why the house of the Lord? Because the hand of the Lord is in his house. The hand of the Lord is in his house. And because the hand of the Lord is in his house, the Bible tells me that his hands at his right hand, there's pleasures forevermore. At his right hand, there's treasures forevermore. And I'm going to go to the house of the Lord. Why? Because when I get to the house of the Lord, it's just not in the building. It is when I get to the heart of God. That's the house of God. Glory to God. When I get to the house of the Lord where he is, where the presence of God is, where, where my brothers and sisters dwell. Why? Because when I get to the house of the Lord, they're going to see me carrying the pieces of my life. And when my brothers and sisters start seeing me carry the pieces of my life, it's going to become a testimony that I was there for 38 years. And while I was there for 38 years, almost abandoned, Oh, almost hardly, almost abandoned. I was there around people who was not in my same condition, but had a, had a condition. Have you ever been around people that's not in your same condition, but had a condition? And that condition was attached itself to you. And it told you, no, you got to stay here with me. But I come to tell you in this next season, God is going to give you some spiritual scissors to cut the cords, to cut the bands. Honey, it's going to change in your life. So here's Jesus and the man and the man of the text. And the man of the text began to say, oh, wait a minute. They told him, they said, hey, what are you doing here? The man said, I picked up the pieces of my life. I picked up the thing that had me gripped. And now I got it. Tell your neighbor in this season coming up in your life, you must embrace it in order to face it. Tell your neighbor in this season of your life, you must embrace it in order to face it. I'll say it one more time for those who may have just got online and for those who may have just come into church and got to the last parking spot on the right. You, you just come in the back door. You're going to have to pick it. You're going to have to embrace it in order to face it. Because when you can embrace the thing, you're telling yourself that I'm helping. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When you can embrace it, that is when, you're he that's when your healing begins. When you can pick up the things, hallelujah, that had you down, that's when your healing begins. When you can pick up a thing that has you, that's when your healing begins. When you can see, that's when your healing from fear begins. That's when your healing from failure begins. That's when your healing from some stagnation begins. When you begin to pick up the pieces of your life. And so here is the man. The man picked up the piece of his life. And while he was picking the piece of his life, he had wound himself up by the church house. And while he was by the church house, there were some church members who told him, we know where you just was. We know you have been down there. Have you ever had people say, oh, well, wait a minute. You can't do that. We know where you just been. But they didn't know he was just touched by grace. They didn't know that he had a grace word. But how couldn't they know? Because here he is carrying the very same thing that he was lying on. And they saw him carrying the very thing he was lying on. And the first thing they told the brother is said, wait a minute, you can't be carrying that. Why can't I carry the things that's been carrying me? Tell your neighbor, no matter what happens, I'm going to pick up the things that's been carrying me. Because I can't afford to leave the things behind. You cannot afford in this season to leave the pieces of your life behind. 
You can't afford this season not to pick up the things that you was lying on you. You can't afford this season to let the enemy persuade you and paralyze you and tell you this is not your time. You can't afford this season not to move forward in God. Hallelujah. And so here is the man. The man is carrying his bed. And while he was carrying his bed, they began to tell him, what are you doing? You shouldn't be walking around holding the thing that once holds you. You shouldn't be walking around holding the thing that once held you. I'm telling you, stay focused on your forward. You will, you will have all types of haters hating on you when you begin to move forward. But most of all of them are afraid of your testimony. Can you imagine what focus on your forward can birth? Here I am to tell somebody that your story of glory is getting ready to be told. Stay focused on the fort. Giants in your land, stay focused on the fort. Drought and pestilence, stay focused on the fort. Setbacks and setups, stay focused on the fort. I've been hurt, stay focused on the fort. I've been disappointed, stay focused on the fort. Nobody help me, stay focused on the fort. I'm hurting, stay focused on the fort. I need prayer, stay focused on the fort. Why? Because when I stay focused on the fort, I'm saying, God, I trust your word from ancient times. And so the man from glory to God, glory to God, I'm staying focused on the forge, so I'm getting ready to close. And so the man went to the temple, and while he was in the temple, get whole, carrying his life to the temple. After Jesus healed the man who was lying there, because the people were there, was saying, wait a minute, who did this for you? Who told you that you can be healed? Who told you that reversal of fortune is coming in your life? Who told you that recovery rescue and redemption is coming who told you that your best life is still yet ahead of you who told you that it may look like this today but that still has not changed my word who told you that the ancient of days did not give you instruction who told you that god was not going to make a way who told you that god was not going to come through for you who told you this and so why the man was fielding questions from the non-believers while the man was fielding questions from the unbelievers, the man said, wait a minute, I don't know who he was. I didn't see him in the face. All I know is he gave me a word. That's what I love about real believers. See, real believers, all they got to do is hear a word from the Lord. And you don't got to know, glory to God. It may not look like him, but you know the voice of the Lord. See, there's a scripture in the Bible that told me that when Jesus, when the storm arose and Peter and the boys were in the boat and when they saw Jesus walking across the water, they didn't know who Jesus was because he didn't come like he left them. He didn't look like the same person they saw that killed the 5,000. He didn't look like the same person they saw that told Jarius his daughter is healed. He didn't look like the same person that told the centurion soldier, I'm going to send the word to your house. But when they saw Jesus, he didn't look like the same form. He was looking like a ghost. And when they saw him, they were afraid until he spoke a word. And when Jesus spoke a word, they recognize the voice of the Lord. My brothers and my sisters, when God tells you, move forward, he may not come like you want him, but he's right on time. I believe the old church said that, that he may not come like you want him, but he's right on time. And I got to add my twist to it. He may not look like you expected him to look, but when it gives you a word, you got to know that I'm staying forward and I'm looking forward. I'm eager to chase it. That's why you must chase your prophecy. You must chase your dream. You must chase your word. That's why I come to remind you. I come to readdress and I come to tell the devil that's been fighting you. I come to tell the enemy and the adversary who's been buffering you about that the word. Then the word, tell your neighbor one good time. Get a note in your throat and tell your neighbor that the word, that the word in my life. Tell your neighbor one more time. You may have missed the opportunity to look at your neighbor 
tell your neighbor, neighbor, in case you don't know, there's a word over my life, and that word is joy, that word is peace, that word is focus, that word is faithful, that word is good, it is sent from heaven, and as long as I got a heavenly word, as long as I got a divine encounter, as long as I got, woo, good God Almighty, from on high, there's divine encounter that God's getting ready to give. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm getting ready for my divine encounter. I'm staying focused. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Come hell, high water. I'm staying focused. Yes, I am. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Tell your neighbor for the very last time. Tell your neighbor in this next season of my life. I'm staying focused because I'm pressing toward the higher calling. I'm pressing toward the higher mark. I'm going higher. I'm going higher in my faith. I'm going higher in my praise. I'm going higher in my worship. I'm going higher in my reading. I'm going higher in my giving. I'm going higher. Oh, I'm going higher. Higher to walk right. Higher to live better. Higher to my best life. I'm going higher in God. This is my focus season. Tell your neighbor for the very last time. Tell your neighbor for the very last time. I'm going focus. I'm focused on the form. I'm focused on my new. I'm focused on my destiny. I'm going higher. Yes, I am. I'm staying focused because I know that God has a plan concerning me. This is the blueprint. This is the blueprint. I'm coming. Yes, I am. I'm moving. Yes, I am. This is the blueprint. Yes, God. Move forward. Take the initiative. I come to empower you and to let you know I'm moving forward. Tell your neighbor I'm moving forward. Shake your neighbor. Grab your neighbor. Shake him and rock him. Rock him and shake him. I'm going forward. Forward in God. Yes, I am. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. I praise you. I give you glory. I lift you up. Forward. I'm picking up the pieces of my life. I'm picking up disappointments of my life. I'm picking up failures of my life. Picking up mistakes of my life. I'm moving forward. Yes, I am. Get out of my way. I'm coming out. Get out of my way. I'm moving forward. Yes, I am. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor. Neighbor. I'm moving forward. Tell your neighbor. Neighbor. I'm moving forward. Forward in Christ. Forward in my strength. Forward in this glory. Forward. March forward. Pick up your foot. Pick up your bed. It's time. It's time to move forward. Can't stay here. 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 Forward is in me. Forward in my DNA. Can't stay here. Yes. Can't stay here. Got to move forward. Got to move forward. Got to move forward. My brothers and sisters, you may say, Pastor, why do you scream and why do you do all that? It's just not because of my ethnic persuasion. Something inside of me is bubbling because I see future. I'm dreaming again. 
I'm dreaming again. And the Bible says, anything you can imagine, dream it and achieve it. I'm, I'm telling you, you got to pick up the piece of your life because you can't afford to leave the pieces of your life at the pool of Bethesda. Because if you leave the pieces of your life at the pool of Bethesda, somebody sick, somebody blind, somebody lame, somebody paralyzed is going to pick up your pieces you left and then they'll be in a worse condition than they was. But the beauty of the text is this, is that when he picked up his bed and walked, he went to the house of the Lord. And while he was at the house of the Lord, he was searching for the voice that gave him a word. And while he was searching for the one who gave him the word. Other words, when he started worshiping and praising, while carrying his bag. If your bag is empty, carry it. If there's mistakes, carry it. If there's failures, carry it. If there's an appointment, carry it. If there's tears and heartbreak, carry it. Carry it to the house of the Lord. Because Jesus says, for the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to heal your broken heart. To cast out the devil. To heal those who once was blind. When you get to the house of the Lord, you will find out this. I was reading the day, and, and I'm, I'm done. When the Bible says he was wounded for my transgressions and bruised for my iniquities. When you move it forward, Jesus didn't only come to heal your outside. He comes to heal the bleeding of your inside. When the Bible says that he was bruised for your iniquities, that is, a bruise is a bleeding on the inside. And some of you have been bleeding on the inside. And pastor come to tell you, you got to pick up your bed and move forward. Because Jesus has come to heal the bleeding of your inside. And brother, let me talk to the man just for a second. The Lord's been dealing with me about you, my brothers. About the silent cries no one can hear. That you are crying silently that no one can hear. Some of you have regrets and disappointments that you cannot afford to show on the outside. But the inside of you is crying. If you go to an aquarium and you ask the fish what is wrong, the fish cannot answer you. But maybe the water in the fish tank is too hot. And the fish cannot tell you can you cut the temperature down my brother I come today by the spirit of the most high God to tell you God hears your silent cries and he's gonna turn the temperature down in your life because some of you men have been crying what about me I don't make enough oh God I feel in a failure oh God but God said I've heard your cry and I am sending rescue even as of today even as of today silent crier and my sisters I cannot forget about you the brokenness and the loneliness of your hearts. Even though you may be married, there's still loneliness there. Even though you may be have a spouse and there's loneliness there. God said, I have seen the empty place and I'm going to fill the empty place. 
For in the next six months, hear what the prophet is saying. The empty God's going to fill with the word and the joy and the fresh wind. For the empty in the next six months, hear what pastor is saying. We're in the fourth month, the second quarter of the year. God's getting ready. You have just walked yourself into an hour, a season where God's going to fill the empty. And when God fills the empty, he don't fill it up. He don't have fill up in his system. He don't have fill up in his DNA. He has overflow and abundance. So if you want God to fill you up, you're asking the wrong person. If you want God to overfill you, that's the one you got to go to. If you want God to abundance you, that's the one you got to go to. But if you just want to fill me up, he said, I do that and more. The text says, I am that I am. That means I am that and I am. I'm not only your healer, I'm your healer's healer. I'm not only your provider, I'm your provider provider. But the silent cries, the temperature is about to go down. I am done. I am done. We're getting ready to give. I am done. I want you, brothers and sisters, that God is moving by his power and by his grace. And you're getting ready to move to the best times of your life. Because I asked the Lord. I am concerned about his people. Father. I mean, even now I'm interceding. Even now. I'm interceding for you. And if this message has blessed you in any way, shape, or form. There's our giving. We're getting ready to give together. And I'm challenging you. Every one of you on the line. I'm challenging you. To give to the place of promise. I'm challenging you. We have we have three, we have avenues way to give. We have the Cash App. We have text to give. You want to give, you want to give your offering, you can text pop to give. You want to give tithe, pops to tithing. We have ways to give. And I want you, brothers and sisters, that God is moving on your seed. God is moving on your seed. And the Lord reminded me this, and I gotta go. And I first thing I come, call me, I'm in a hurry. God reminded me this. Jesus transitioned after three years to the glory that was to be revealed. Place of promise. We're almost at three years old. And we're getting ready to transition to the glory that shall be revealed. What happened to Jesus after the third year? They thought he was buried, and he rose from the dead, and he rose with a bigger name, and he rose with bigger influence. I want you to know you're, being, you're getting ready to be healed. There's a healing anointing about to come over you that's going to heal your empty spaces and your brokenness, and you're going to see the glory of God in the land of the living. If you're going to give today, please give. Have, give a forward focus seed, a focus seed if you can. We're asking you to give $20 if you can. $20 if you can. We're going to bless the Lord today in our giving, in our tithe, and our offering. Come on, let's give together. Get your tithe and your offering together digitally. We're going to give electronically. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, this is the best time to sow a seed. I love giving time because it shows God that I am trusting him. I love giving time because it shows God that he is all that I said he can be. Because he's whatever I need him to be. He's the I am, you are. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, you got to get ready. For this thing is getting ready to change for your good and for your better. Come on, let's give together. Father God, I thank you, God, for those who are going to give today. And for those who placed in their heart to give a $20 seed above their offering and tithe. For those who are just going to give a $20 seed. Also, God, for those who are going to give on, on our home for prop. Home to place the promise. We thank you, Lord, now, God, for influence, favor, blessing, and more. Influence, favor, blessing, and more. Multiplication, fruitfulness, productiveness. We thank you, God, because, God, I believe, I believe, we believe that when we trust you with our giving, 
you will take care of the 90. And we know that heaven is documenting all our, trans, all our spiritual transactions. There is a document in heaven concerning it. And Father, and you use that for account of what, of what your brother and sister did to, for the kingdom. We thank you, Lord, now for grace and favor and abundance more. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Come on, give your seed. 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 I'm giving mine. Come on, give your seed. Come on, give your seed. I'm giving my seed. And I'm planting my 20. Give your seed. Thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Come on, first lady. We bless you in Jesus' name. We bless you in Jesus' name. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you on tonight. Go ahead and do yourself a favor and type in the screen. Let somebody know. Hallelujah. Move out of my way. I'm on purpose with God's vision for my life. So move on out of my way. Hallelujah. So I can stay focused on God's vision for my life. I bless you all. I love you all on tonight. Thank you so much for joining in, for just joining us in this awesome experience with God, our Father. A wonderful word has gone forth, and I believe God has been pleased with the word as well as the praise and worship that has gone forth that we, Pop, we, you, you all have offered up to him. I want to remind you of our announcements. We are still in connection with Solutions for Life Ministries, offering counseling in every single area of your life. Whatever you need, my sister Cynthia Terry has it through the word of God. We are still also in connection with Desire That Portion Ministries, still collecting donations, whether it be cash, app, clothing, whatever your heart desires to give, that information is on the screen. I cannot stress enough how you want to get on board with this ministry. I want to also remind you once again of our campaign for our new home. Please, please, please go ahead and give whatever you can. We are looking for a building. We need to secure a location and quickly. The enemy has put some stops in our way, but that's okay. It wasn't meant for us. God has what he has for us at the time that he has it. And we're going to wait patiently. We're not going to rush anything. We're going to wait patiently and make sure that this is what thus said the Lord. I want to call your attention to some prayer requests. If you can go ahead and type your prayer request in really quick while I'm talking, I want to um, request prayer for, we've heard uh, three families that have lost family members just, um, I believe we heard about it Thursday or Friday, all in almost a day. We want you to pray for the Maddox family. Um, definitely pray for the Maddox family. Please, please pray for the Harris family. They've lost a loved one. And as well as the Alderson family. Please keep these three families in prayer because if you know what it feels like to lose a loved one, whether it's suddenly or expected, you know, you're expecting it, it's still a hit to the heart. It's a hit to the heart. And um, like I said, if you need to reach out to our sister Cynthia Terry, any of these family members, the Harris family, the Alderson family, the Maddox family, if you're watching, if you need to reach out to our sister, Solutions of Life Ministries, to just talk to somebody, please get in touch with our sister Cynthia Terry. And yes, she will help walk you through. She will help walk you through this time in your life. Amen. Do we have any prayer requests? Sandra, we are praying for your kidney. I'm telling you, I just believe, and we believe for you. 
we believe that God's going to redesignate, that you're not going to need nobody else's kidney, that God's going to do a miracle for you. Matter of fact, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'm, we're going to take a fast for you, and we're going to take a fast for you, and we believe for God for you. Not only going we take fast, we're going to take communion at the same time, taking the fast. We're taking a fast for you because the Bible says, do this for the healing of thy body. And, and since, since we're the over, since we're the over shepherd of you, I want you to know I'm going to take a fast for you. And we're going to see the Lord move for you. And we're, we're going to join together in prayer and intercession for you. For we're going to, that God's going to confound the doctors. Matter of fact, I hear him say, I'm going to confine, confound the doctors. And they're going to ask you, where did you get this kidney from? It's going to be fresh. It's going to look new. Matter of fact, while you're in pain right now, I say fresh wind of God blow there. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. And cause a chain reaction. God, not only God fix her, not only fix her liver, but go inside of her blood. God, the bloodstream, God, that's been weak over all these years, that's been fighting all other diseases. God, today, by your power and by your grace, Holy Spirit, we say we send the word, and the word will work for you. For it is written that he was healed, he was bruised, he, he, was, he was wounded for your transgressions, and the chastisement of his peace is upon you. And we thank you, Jesus, and we claim it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. We pray for the Alderson. We pray for the Harrises. We pray for the Maddox family. For God you know. For God you know. And you are in control of all things. And we thank you, Lord, for healing and peace and grace. And we're going to give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. My brothers and sisters, I want you to know that we are, we are so happy to come to you every week and to be, be up a service to you. We have, this is almost our third year. And we're going to have a party. Well, I tell you, our birthday party, you make sure you're here. We're going we gonna, to we gonna put balloons in the building or whatever. It'll be dripping down. Cause we're going to have our birthday party, three-year-old party here. And we're going to celebrate it with God because it's in the third year. And that's why I, I, now I get it, Lord. You do things in threes. Now I get it. You, now I get it. You got to forget, you got a revelation. Now I get it. He said three. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Mother, Son, Father. He, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Spirit, Word, blood. Oh, my God. Now, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to preach a thing called the threes. Oh, my God. It just hit me. The three. The three of God. The three of God. The three of God. Oh, my God. The counsel of his will. The counsel of his word. The counsel of his spirit. Oh, my God. The three of God. I've got to go. i got to go. I feel it. i got to feel it. I feel it. And I'm saying to my brothers and sisters, join us as we begin to celebrate and get ready. And also, do not miss our Saturday Resurrection Saturday, Sunday, Saturday service. We're going to have communion, and we're going to discover what happened on Saturday. We know what happened on Friday. We know what happened on Sunday. But do you know what happened on Saturday? Thank the Lord God. You get ready, and you tell your friends, you tell everybody, the fresh wind of God. Yes, Sanja. Fresh wind of God blow. Yes, Mom. So good to see you, Pastor Terry. So good to see you, Prophet. So good to see you in the house. Bless you today. Bless you, Sister Jackie Adams. So good to see you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless your name. So glad. For, so glad to see our daughter in in the in the, uh, in the in the sanctuary order today. So glad to see both of my girls in the sanctuary order today. So glad to see them. Yes, Lord. She's texting. All, she's texting. Glory to God on the on the on the live chat. She's texting. Glory to God on the live chat. I wish the cameras would have caught her. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hey, Mom. Hey, Sheila. God bless you. James, love you. Karen, love you. Jana, Evangelist Jana, I'm telling you, that thing sticks with me. Evangelist Jana, Evangelist Sanja Hendricks. Yes, ma'am, that sticks with me. Mama Castle, hey, how you doing? God bless you. We love you. First lady and I love you so much. We bless you in Jesus' name. All of you, Tina, God bless you. Lori, we love you. We love you. God bless you. Santa, we haven't forgot about you neither. God bless you in Jesus' name. Judy, Jude, Pastor Judy, hey, God bless you. So glad you came today to visit us. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Hey, Sheila, yes, baby. We love you too. Hey, I love this church. I believe the whole place of promise, I think the place of revelation, we love you, and we're praying for you that the best is yet to come, and you're going to see the good of the Lord in the land of the living, and I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, it is for you. Fire in the chat. Fire in the chat. Why? Because the God told me to tell you he's going to rain by fire. That's blessing my heart. I'll see you Monday. I'll Two more things. Uh, I believe we have a birthday that we're celebrating in April. I like to normally do them by quarter, but our MOM Master of Media, yes! He'll be celebrating a birthday this month, 
in April. So we thank God for him. He's an awesome, awesome, awesome worker in this ministry. We appreciate him so much, and we just bless God for allowing him to see another one. He blessed you with another one. Yes. Amen. I believe Audrey's husband, Dante, is celebrating a birthday in April. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. So, woo-woo, happy birthday, baby. You're one of us. Remember that. You are one of the Daniels. So happy birthday to you, too. If we have any other birthdays that we are celebrating in this quarter, that will mean April, May, and June, please shout them out. We'll shout them out for you. If you type them in the screen, we'll shout it out. If, we, if you don't put it in the screen, we won't know. So go ahead and put it in the screen. If you have anybody celebrating a birthday, we'll give them a hoot-hoot. We'll give them a shout-out. Also, I want to uh, ask for covering over the pastor. He will be leaving. He's got to get out of here real quickly. Tonight, he is flying to Milwaukee. Only real quick, he'll be he's doing a quick turnaround. So he ain't got time to see the family in Milwaukee, y'all. So don't look for him this time. But he's going to uh, visit his friend, very, 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 very good friend of ours, Pastor Henderson. They're having their grand opening. Is that right? So please... Cover the pastor in prayer, safe travels there and to his return. Amen. Amen. See, y'all, I knew she was going to miss me. I knew that. That's why she said that, y'all. She's going to miss her husband. Hallelujah. But my but my pastor, my friend, Pastor Skip, been friends since we was little boys, uh, playing in dirt together, rolling around together. It's, it's amazing. Uh, the Lord has just blessed him to sell his church and to buy a movie theater. And I want to, and we saw it, and it's just amazing. When we walked through the whole building, amazing. And I'm telling you, the Lord told me to say, me too. Me too. Because we go to places like that because we want to support. Because when you support people like that, it falls on you. And I'm telling y'all, when our grand opening happens, I think I'm going to walk, I think I'm going to shout down the whole street. I'm going to give you some good old shoes and shout down the whole street. I'm going to be thanking the Lord because I believe it's about to happen to us too. Santa, happy birthday. Santa Carr, happy birthday. 50 years young. Bless you, sweetheart. Happy birthday to you, y'all. We pray for you. We love this church. Y'all, the best is yet to come. We are just in the beginning. Could you imagine? Look what three years have done. Could you imagine what the next three going to be and the next three? Oh, my God. It's about to happen. Get ready for your next. We're moving forward in God. The, the song says forward, moving forward, and we are moving forward in God. God bless you tonight. Lord, fill our cup. Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we pray right now that you are that you overfill our cup. We don't want to be filled. Overfill us, God. And we thank you, Lord, for the abundance of your love and the abundance of your care and the abundance of your joy and the abundance of your outstanding, out unquenchable, ir irrevocable love for your people, unequivocal love for your people. God, we thank you for it. God, keep your brothers and sisters strong. We pray for every, all of our brothers and sisters, all those one who connected with the place of promise. God, we pray for them in Jesus' name. God, that we cover them under the blood and the banner of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, until we meet again on our next, our next service, keep them, hold them, comfort them in Jesus' name. Expand their territory. God, expand and strengthen them. Stretch them out in Jesus' name for multiplication, for influence, for favor, and for the biggest blessing and the biggest biggest miracle of their life. And we give it to you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you.